You are now listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is episode number seven. Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Today we're going to be talking about high blood pressure, which is one of the top main reasons why you come into the doctor's office, one of the main reasons why you actually end up in the hospital, and one of the top reasons to end up in death. So this is definitely something that you know does not go noticed in the medical world. So we're going to be talking about high blood pressure today. And if you want today's show notes, please go to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP007. Just like the title says, drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP007 for the rest of my show notes. So today's topic is on blood pressure. And the reason why it's on blood pressure as a primary care physician is something that I deal with every single day. There's not a day in my clinic that it goes by, not a day, and even in the hospital setting that goes by where I'm not dealing with someone who's dealing with um, high blood pressure. And, you know, I get kind of the same questions over and over and over again. And I think the biggest one is pretty much the causes. And there is a lot. Uh, we don't, we're, we're probably going to go to probably like the top five today. And, uh, you know, uh, just kind of, and that's going to kind of encompass a lot of the reasons why people have blood, blood pressure, high blood pressure, especially um, uh, in this country. Uh, first and foremost, so let's let's start out. So number one, uh, number one, and again, this isn't in any uh, chronological order as far as you know most common to least common. This is just very, uh, I'd say probably five of the most common reasons why uh, we're dealing with blood pressure um, the way we are today. So I think the first one is I think it's fairly obvious is genetics. Um, I have a lot of my patients, you know, even my younger patients, by younger, I'm, I'm talking in 20s and 30s, um, who are being diagnosed with high blood pressure. And I think, the, and they're always shocked because a lot of times they're, you know, great eaters, perfect eaters, you know, exercise all the time, and they still have high blood pressure. In fact, I have a patient in my practice who is 40, 41, and this is an, he's an avid, you know, bodybuilder, works out all the time, uh, extremely fit. And he had to have um, triple bypass surgery, which is an, an, an extreme, uh, <laughs> an extremely uh, intensive cardiothoracic surgery because of, you know, uncontrolled blood pressure that he didn't know about. And that's probably, I think, one of the, the problems with high blood pressure is that uh, there really isn't any symptoms until you know, we run into problems. Uh, you, you know, you don't really tend to uh, have any problems with high blood pressure. You don't, you don't feel when your pressure is high, even though a lot of people tell you that you do. When you do it, when you start feeling that you have high blood pressure, that's actually a problem. Our body does a very good job at uh, controlling as much as it can from a blood pressure standpoint until it can't. So I think number one, first and foremost, genetics uh, plays a huge factor in uh, blood pressure in general. You know, if your mom has blood pressure issues, your dad has blood pressure issues, grandma, grandpa, uncle, aunts, you know, if they have blood pressure issues, the likelihood of you getting blood pressure issues as well is going to be already pretty high. 
So that's, you know, first and foremost, you know, right off the bat um, in, in that regards. I think um, number two, um, and then, you know, this is this is something that I kind of struggle with, you know, it, fortunately, I don't struggle with high blood pressure, but, you know, being overweight. So we know, and, and I'll, I'm going to throw a quick caveat in there because I know there's going to be a lot of, you know, people say, oh, I'm, I'm overweight, I don't have high blood pressure. Good. Uh, you know, congratulations, right? Um, being overweight is a risk factor uh, for having uh, elevated blood pressure um, concerns and problems there. So, uh, and that's something why, you know, usually, and for those who are hypertensive or who have high blood pressure or no family members who have high blood pressure, one of the first things, you know, you know, the doctors, you know, that we're quote unquote telling you is to lose some weight because we know that, um, you know, the excess weight uh, does cause, uh, you know, some, some, some cardiovascular problems uh, in the long run that we know can be helped uh, with your blood pressure. Because I have a lot of patients in uh, who, you know, they lose, you know, 10, 20, 15, pound, 15, 20 pounds, and all of a sudden they don't need to be under blood pressure medications anymore. And, you know, there's, I mean, it's not just the weight factor alone. It's a lot of things that kind of go with being overweight. But we know, you know, that's a very, very common risk factor. If you're overweight, the likelihood of you having high blood pressure is higher. Now, go ahead so I can do a quick spin on that. Just because you're skinny, that does not mean you're not going to have high blood pressure problems. I got a lot, and I got, I, in fact, I probably in my practice, I have a lot more skinny patients, right? Oh, hey, Taylor, how you doing? Uh, Taylor, we're talking about blood pressure and five very common causes of it. I got a lot more skinnier patients in my practice uh, with blood pressure issues than I do with you know my overweight patients. My overweight patients tend to have you know more like diabetes type cholesterol problems, but uh, blood pressure it seems to really affect my uh, my my skinnier patients more than that. So yes, um, being overweight is a risk factor, but that does not mean if you're smaller, if you're skinny or anything, you can't have high blood pressure problems. But we do know that it is a very common risk factor. Um, associated with it, and uh, the third one, the third one's gonna be big, especially especially for my my dietitians and my wellness physicians out there. Uh, diet, diet is huge, 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 huge um, responsibility in terms of dealing with blood pressure. And and when I talk about diet, the you know the big first thing you will always hear is the salt intake. Um, salt intake is very huge uh, for for patients dealing with high blood pressure. And uh, especially for my um, my African American patients too, I have a lot of African American patients. Uh, the reason being is that there is there's actually studies that shown that uh, for African American patients, and actually a lot of patients of you know the, the minority descent, that um, we tend to be more what we call salt sensitive uh, than you know other other races. And what what that means is if I have, let's say I eat you know let's say I eat a French fry. French fry has, let's say, you know, a, a gram of salt. It doesn't. But let's say I eat a French fry, a gram of salt, and, you know, maybe, you know, a, a friend of mine, you know, who's white or, you know, Spanish or anything, and they eat that same French fry. Uh, my body, like, is affected much more by that salt content than they will be. Um, so when we talk about salt sensitivity, especially in our African-American uh, community, that's what we're kind of really focused on is that uh, for some reason, we two people can have the same amount of salt intake, but, you know, if you're African-American, we know that that salt intake uh, is much more greatly affects uh, us on a blood pressure standpoint. So, again, um, dietary uh, is big, 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 big factor in our blood pressure. And then alcohol. Alcohol is, and, and this isn't a, like a lot of alcohol. This is, you know, a person who probably consumes one to two drinks, you know, on a daily basis. 
Um, we know that alcohol consumption is uh, another risk factor for patients with high blood pressure and even blood pressure that's even difficult to control. Uh, from the, from that standpoint there too. So when when we talk about diet, yes, you know we know diet is huge. We know that um, the salt intake is a big thing for us. A lot of my patients in the hospital, the second they go in there, we start we put them on a low salt diet. Like that's just like the standard. If you have high blood pressure or any heart related symptoms, you're automatically going on a low um, low salt diet. Reasons why is because if you take in excess salt, um, your body has to hold on to more fluid. To deal with that excess salt. So because of that, um, we uh, try to restrict salt as much as possible. Um, I have some patients that they almost can't touch any salt because a little, you know, a bag of chips or, you know, a piece of ham is enough to kind of, you know, th throw, throw them uh, overboard from a salt intake standpoint. I think uh, so. And then we talked about alcohol. And again, this isn't, you know, this is wine. This is beer, hard liquor, alcohol, alcohol, alcohol is a big um, and huge component in terms of, you know, dealing with high blood pressure and causing uh, risk factors from a high blood pressure standpoint. Uh, smoking, uh, that's my that's my fourth one. First of all, if, let me just do my, um, you know, PSA here. If you're smoking cigarettes, uh, please stop. Please just, just stop. Like, there's, I, like I, there's really no, you know, I don't have to, you know, you can you know, Google a true commercial and tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't drop. But you, you definitely should not be smoking cigarettes. I mean, with all of the... Uh, bad things that are associated with cigarette like this. First of all, there's, there's not one single cancer, not one single cancer that smoking does not have a, a risk uh, factor in it and causes you to have an increased chance to get it. Not one, which is, you know, crazy. Um, from a medical standpoint, you know, if I have, if I get a test question uh, where, you know, patient has so-and-so blood pressure, patient has so-and-so cancer, uh, what is the one thing you can tell them to stop doing that would improve their chances? If smoking is an answer choice, smoking will always be the answer. So on my, you know, uh, my, my stoop, uh, please, if you're smoking cigarettes, I mean, don't smoke anything at all. But if you're smoking cigarettes, um, and I know my, my marijuana people are probably going to be like, oh, what about marijuana? We, we talked about marijuana. That's a whole other discussion. I, I forget. I think it's episode seven or eight. Um, check check my uh, Facebook video log to see uh, which episode it was. But we talked about marijuana <laughs> in that regard. But if cigarettes, cigarettes, cigarettes. Don't smoke it. Um, and again, this is another risk factor that we know dealing with high blood pressure. We know patients who smoke cigarettes are at an increased chance to get high blood pressure. Not only are they at an increased chance to get high blood pressure, they're at an increased chance of having uncontrolled high blood pressure uh, from a lot of pathophysiological standpoint that, you know, is not really important at this time here. Uh, oh, what's going on? Uh, my brother's on uh, Facebook live video. What's going on, Steve? Uh, we're talking about blood pressure today, and um, I went through four reasons. So far, I went through four reasons why um, you four four common causes, not all of them, but four common causes for blood pressure. Uh, one we talked about was uh, genetics. You know, mom, dad, and uncle blood pressure issues. Uh, we talked about being overweight. Uh, we talked about the salt diet, um, diet in general. And, and we talk about diet in general from salt, alcohol intake. Um, let's, right now we're talking about smoking. Smoking cigarettes, tobacco use um, is will put you at increased uh, risk for being uh, hypertensive or high blood pressure as well. Uh, and then last but not least, stress. Um, and stress, you know, this I, this is extremely important because I got a lot of patients um, who are on medications especially blood pressure medications, strictly because of a lot of what's going on pretty much around them, around their life,
job, work, like financial, everything is just, and a lot of that stress, and what tends to happen with stress, stress builds up a lot of hormones and uh, things that, you know, our bodies that really aren't used to. So if you're in a constant state of stress, you're in a constant, and you're when you're in a constant state of stress, you're not only putting stress mentally, but you're putting stress physically. So your your blood pressure is rising, your heart rate's rising, all of these, you know, risk factors are starting to come into play here. So stress is a big thing. So when I when I have my patients with blood pressure problems in general, uh, I always, you know, I always want to make sure, you know, like, yes, I can, I can give you medication because there's plenty you know, there's plenty of medications to treat blood pressure, uh, but a lot of times if we don't really try to treat the reason why they're having blood pressure, then, you know, we're only doing half the job. And as from a physician standpoint, I think that's probably the most important thing, um, not just treating, you know, the number, um, which for, uh, and we'll talk for, for a blood pressure standpoint, when we talk about the number, um, you get, for blood pressure, you get two numbers. You get a top number and a bottom number. We won't go into specifics on what they're called, uh, but you're, Top number is should be less than 140, and your bottom number should be less than 90. Any number over that, hey Maria, um, any number uh, over 140 for the top number, over 90 for the bottom number, you have high blood pressure, and uh, it's 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 really important, especially from a physician standpoint, to know um, you know what your numbers are. A lot of us you know go to the grocery stores, we go to Walmart, we go to CVS, we go to all these places here that you know check your blood pressure for free. Go ahead and do that because again, your 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 blood pressure isn't like when you have you know when you stub your toe isn't like when you have back pain. Um, when you have high blood pressure, uh, you can walk around and have no problems whatsoever. You and you can do that for years. I got I have patients who are in their fifties and sixties walking in. You know they haven't seen a doctor for a while and they come in and their blood pressure is like one sixty over ninety five. So you know it's it's very common for you to have high blood pressure and have no symptoms whatsoever. In that regard, and that's why it's such that's why it's it's such a, a difficult disease to kind of treat, uh, because from a symptom standpoint, you don't know the difference on when your blood pressure is good or when your blood pressure is bad unless you happen to go out and check for it. So you know we definitely encourage all of our uh, patients, you know, to regularly check for blood pressure. You know, and again, don't only check when you come to see me. You know, when you're at Publix, when you're at, you know, when Dixie, when you're at Walmart, when you're at CVS's, all these other places that have free blood pressure machines. You know, go ahead and get them checked when you have your local health fair. Uh, you know, and there's health fairs always going on every other weekend around. Uh, you know, where you guys live. You know, go ahead and get your blood pressure checked as well too, because it's important. Uh, because if you don't get your blood pressure checked, these are some things you have to wor uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to worry about. Um, uncontrolled blood pressure, uh, we know, can cause increases your risk for strokes. Uncontrolled blood pressure, we know, increases your risk for heart attacks. Uncontrolled blood pressure, we know, increases your risk uh, for blindness. Um, we know, we know, there's a lot of um, eye diseases that occur because people don't control their blood pressure for a long period of time. Um, dialysis, you know, and if any of you know anyone who's on dialysis, you know, if you have long-standing blood pressure and you know that 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 pressure has been you know beating up on those kidneys for five years, ten years, we know that can cause problems uh, in the long run and end up on dialysis. In fact, uh, one of the top two causes for patients to even be on dialysis is because uncontrolled blood pressure. So um, if this isn't you know. You know, this isn't a drill. This isn't something that um, is not going to cause any problems if you, you know, uh, you know, ignore it. You know, you again, you may be young, especially and especially cause I know I have a lot of, I have a lot of, you know, 20, 30 year olds who tend to watch my my lives. Um, and I, I know right now, you know, you guys are y'all y'all are in that invisible stage where y'all don't think nothing's really bothering y'all. 
uh, at this moment. So it's it definitely important to make sure, uh, you know, you guys, uh, you know, are, you know, doing everything you can, especially, especially if you know y'all got uh, parents uh, who have high blood pressure, your, your, your grandma got high blood pressure, your, your uncle got high blood pressure. You know, your, your, your family, your, your aunt had a stroke, like all of these things, here, all of these things, especially that we're seeing, you know, as young kids. And then we're not like putting two and two together like, oh, wow, you know, this person can have, uh, you know, a stroke. That means I can have a stroke as well, too. Right. So, you know, we got to, you know, we got to kind of put two and two together when we're talking about this. You know, we got to, you know, you know, look out for our health uh, from that standpoint there. Um, so before I go again, we're going to kind of, you know, backtrack and go over. Uh, we talked about five very common causes for blood pressure. We talked about the genes, the genetics, um, family history, mom, dad, you know, uncle, grandma, grandpa, all of these, um, all of these relatives that we know have high blood pressure. And if they don't have high blood pressure, they got problems that happen because of high blood pressure. They had a heart attack, they had a stroke, um, they, they're on they're on dialysis, they're, they got kidney disease, they got something that um, is likely due to the fact that they had high blood pressure. Um, we talked about um, diet being another one. We talked about the salt intake. We're trying to, you know, eat as much, eat as least amount of salt as possible. We talked about your yeah, alcohol consumption as well being under the diet umbrella. Um, you know, you know, again, again, it takes for even for patients who are only doing about one to two drinks, you know, a day. You know, that's enough to kind of, you know, slowly raise our blood pressure up from that standpoint. There, we talked about stress. Stress, stress, stress. Again, I'll you know you know reiterate that stress being a big factor on why a lot of our um, patients are suffering from high blood pressure at this time as well. Um, we had talked about uh, let me see oh being overweight uh, you know so we know and again like and we 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 did that. You know, we did a little 180. We know that you can be skinny and have blood pressure problems, but we know if you're overweight, uh, you have an increased chance of blood pressure problems. So again, um, from our overweight patients as well, my obese patients as well, definitely something to look out for, especially dealing with blood pressure, especially when you're young, when you can deal with it now. Because uh, when you get older, when you get, you know, 50, 60, when you get, I don't even go that far, when you get, you know, 50 and 40 and 50 and 60 and you're you're overweight, um, it's so much harder to, you know, to lose that weight. So if you're young and, you know, you're spry and you got time, uh, you know, to get to that gym, to, you know, to eat a little bit less, to change some of your dietary ways, go ahead and change it. Because, uh, like, imagine me, right? Imagine me telling, you know, this 60-year-old, hey, I, I need you to change your whole diet up, you know, a diet that you've been, you know, consuming for 60 years. I need you to change all of that up uh, or, or, you know, we're going to have some problems. It's extremely difficult, I can tell you, because uh, I do it over and over and over again uh, on a daily basis here. And I think the last but not least is the smoking. Uh, again, I gave the side eye for everyone who's still smoking cigarettes. Um, again, we'll leave the judgment to the marijuana to, to, from a marijuana. I think that's again that's episode seven or eight. I'm not sure which one, uh, but you know, I gave the side eye for the folks who are uh, smoking cigarettes. Just stop now. Like there's 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 really no reason why. We, you should be smoking cigarettes. Like, there's absolutely none. I'm not sure why we even still do it. Not, uh, the fact that it's... only reason why it's not illegal is because there's a lot of money uh, uh, from the taxing of cigarettes. That's really the only reason why it's not illegal. But we talked about smoking. We talked about how there's not a cancer in this world that smoking uh, doesn't make you at an increased risk factor for. Um, so, again, you know, again, thanks, you guys, for, you know, listening to the Lunch and Learn. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. If you want to find out more about the episode, please go to www.lunchlearnpod.com. That's www.lunchlearnpod.com.
pod.com for the show notes and any links that may have been mentioned in today's episode. If you're interested in joining the Lunch Learn Pod community, head over to either the website lunchlearnpod.com or join us on Facebook and Twitter with the same username, Lunch Learn Pod. And again, you can find uh, all of these links on uh, the website. If you have any questions, any comments, or any requests for uh, topics to you know debut on the show, please let that be known. And don't forget to use uh, the hashtag Lunch Learn Pod when you're listening to the episode. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode, and I'll see you next week.